1: On today's podcast, we're talking about how to choose the right social media platforms for your business.
0: Are you overwhelmed with the amount of work you need to do to market your business? Do you need help? Get unlimited, personalized online marketing support 24-7 from us. Join Digital Traffic Institute now and get our special podcast listener bonuses by heading to digitaltrafficinstitute.com forward slash special.
1: Hey everybody, this is Andrew McCauley. Welcome back to podcast number 106. Today we're going to dig into social media. We haven't dug into social media for a little while, so we thought let's dig in and talk about what platforms we should be using for your business. We've got lots of interesting things to share with you. Of course, Heather Porter is on the podcast. Hello, H.
0: Hey, Andrew. Hello, everybody. It's so cool to be hanging out with you guys. I love this topic, social media, and I've been totally engrossed in it lately. And so we have lots of fresh stats, ideas, trends, really groovy things you're going to love that it's going to help you use the stuff in your business.
1: Yay. So let me ask you, why have you got really into it lately? <laughs> I mean, it's only been around for 10 years I and mean, you and I have been <laughs> yeah. dealing with it for so long, but is it, is it time for you to get excited about it?
0: It's time. It's so time. No, two reasons. I have two reasons for you. Um, as our listeners know, Andrew and I speak regularly um, in all sorts of places. And I am very, very grateful. I was invited to do an um, online TV show for a platform called Business Blueprint. And it is a 24-7 small business live streaming Uh, platform, and they're on Apple TV and everything. So I have my own show that's launching out in around March. It's called That Social Media Show. So I dove literally back in for a good solid month sort of um, recently looking at automation tools, looking at stats, looking at really what's going on. uh, And I got really excited again about social media, and I want to share it.
1: (laughs) Yay, yay, yay. I've been digging into it uh, a lot more deeper, you know, not just crossing the Crossing the platforms and you know checking stuff out, but I've really been digging in and using it as a super super tool. And you know, as as you have been, I have been speaking about it too. I've just done a LinkedIn uh, presentation a few weeks ago. I'm doing another one on Facebook and uh, Facebook for business in in the next week. So I think you know the thing about social media is it's changing constantly. That I don't think we'll ever be out of topics to talk about because it's always doing us a favor by giving us new information. Which means we've got to keep up with it, and that's why. And that's why this podcast is here, so you can keep up with it via us.
0: Andrew, have you learned anything since we last spoke?
1: Oh yeah, I've learned <laughs> I've learned lots of things. You know what? So here's I'm gonna I'm gonna slap an old horse here. Um, yeah. I Just got off the phone from a um, from a well, I wouldn't say a client, but a person that's in a bit of uh, need. But <laughs> they are um, they they wanted a new website built. And the reason they wanted that built was because their current website, which looks beautiful and is very, very sexy, but it doesn't do anything. It was built on a platform that has no ability to be marketed. And this platform here, I don't know much about the platform. I'm going to have trouble even remembering what the platform is, but it's similar to those Wix or, you know, Weebly sort of things where you don't really get much access to do anything. And, uh, and she is, you know, pretty upset about the fact that she spent thousands and thousands of dollars on this site. Uh, and it looks good, but she can't do anything about it. She can't capture leads on it. She can't uh, write blog posts on it. And it just goes back to that whole thing about doing your homework before you spend money on buying stuff that you think is the right thing.
0: Oh, it's, websites are such a painful thing for so many people, aren't they? I Uh mean, just two people I've recently spoken to, same thing, like one person spent $35,000 on a website, another person spent like that, you know, in the 20s. Um, And it's a static brochure site that they can't even update. And it's just, that's not what a website should be anymore. And, you know, a website needs to be a conversation piece where you're, it's really dynamic and it's hard, isn't it? Because people feel like they're held ransom.
1: Yeah. And that's exactly what she said. She said, I, I can't change a thing. I have to spend money to even call him. He won't do a thing. He won't, he goes, a friend of mine told me there was spelling mistakes. I know that's going to cost me a hundred dollars to fix up a spelling mistake, you know, and, and I just sort of, you know, what, what do you do? It's like, ah, this is happening everywhere. So either people go and bite the bullet and they spend money on a, on a site or they just leave their old site from 2004 sitting there which sort of starts breaking down, you know, with the advent of flash disappearing and all these uh, new technologies, mobile, for instance, um, people start to suffer and their reputation starts to suffer, their brand starts to suffer, or their wallet starts to suffer, and it's all because they haven't made a good decision in the first place.
0: Yeah, so I guess um, case in point with that is, guys, if you're being held ransom, get away from it. Get help. Get a new platform. Get get whatever you're you can to, uh, you know, have control back over what you're doing.
1: Yes. Hey. Uh. So that's 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 just <laughs> me. How about you? What did you learn over the last few weeks?
0: <laughs> I've been testing a new tool. Um. It's called Edgar. Have you heard of it, Andrew? Oh, I'm sure you have.
1: <laughs> I've uh, I've met Edgar. Yes.
0: <laughs> Edgar. Um, it's a social media automation tool. I thought, well, since I'm going to be talking a lot about social media lately, I should test a few things that's going out there. So I've tested, you know, Buffer app and um, Hootsuite and now it's Edgar. And you know what? It's cool. Have you been in it yet?
1: Yes. Um, we actually did an article with the uh, with the girl that created Edgar. And, yes, we did. Um, and I have had a little play, but I wanted to play a little bit more, but now that you're into it, I'm really excited. I think we might have to we might have to get it.
0: So it's um you know what I I like about it? It's not let's see, what are a couple of things I like? Um first of all, it does have the bulk uploader, which Hootsuite does, which allows you to do a CSV spreadsheet. Uh-huh. And secondly, it has um a RSS feed adder. So, what does that actually mean? Here's what this means. Um, we've talked about this in a previous episode, but basically, you have a um, like an RSS reader, like a Mister Reader or Feedly, where you can literally have all of the different websites you follow load into one place, including your own blog if you want, mm-hmm. and then you can save the articles that you like the most in another tool called Pocket. Now. Pocket, and we'll probably talk about maybe this later but in another episode, but Pocket, um, basically, when you have your free account, you have an RSS feed. It's just a feed. It's like a URL where all your stuff goes into. You can paste that into Edgar. So that means that basically what happens is all these cool posts that you're following from other people's blogs go into your Edgar account, and then you can, like, approve them, edit them, and then schedule them from one place. Ah. Pretty cool. So it does that. Mm-hmm. Um and it auto auto kind of creates content. So you have categories and you can basically say, cool, I, I have a, my own blog post or I have an inspirational quote or whatever, and it will just rotate them through for you when you kind of get busy and you forget to put stuff in yourself.
1: So, so this is a this is big point about Edgar, and this is what I like about Edgar is that yeah. um, as opposed to Hootsuite or Buffer, once Buffer or Hootsuite posts your stuff out, it won't repost the same thing again because it's done. It's been in the queue. It's been... It's been fired off and it's done. Whereas Edgar will rotate your um, boxes of information, right? So that you're not running out of content.
0: Exactly. So that's a big, that's like a big old plug for Edgar.
1: <laughs> it is a big old plug for Edgar. And um, let me ask you this. So you've been digging into it a bit more than I have recently. Yeah. Um, how many can you have? What, what accounts, what social media accounts can you use Edgar with?
0: Uh, LinkedIn. Facebook profile or page, um, Twitter. I think those are the
1: ones. Google Plus. No. No. Not
0: that I even saw. You know what, Andrew? I've so I've so gone away from Google Plus that I haven't. I didn't even look to see, to be honest. If I hooked uh-huh. it up, because I'm I'm into the social media accounts we're going to talk about right now. Mm-hmm. Um, there's six of them, and those are the six that I've been using. So those are kind of what I'm focusing on.
1: Um, cool. Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs>
0: Is that is that a no no? Google Plus, you're still into it?
1: No, 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 no. Actually, no. I'm. Not, I am. I have unf- Un. Unfortunately, I've drifted away from it. I'm not. I'm not finding the love there either. Um, although I still know that there's some important stuff there, so I'll make sure that. Um, just an FYI, we're posting our content to Google Plus so it gets indexed by Google. But um, I, I, I'm not going in and actively partaking in the platform.
0: Well there you go. Oh. So what should we partake in? I have six. I've six that I've looked at and I've collated the platforms that are actually making businesses grow, meaning right.
1: sales and leads. So let's let's dig into these six. This is interesting because we had six about three years ago and they're not the same six anymore, right?
0: They've slightly changed. You're right. Uh-huh. Yeah, they have slightly changed. Uh-huh. And we
1: even have a bonus
0: one we'll quickly throw in there at the end, number yep. seven that we're keeping an eye on. Cool. So Let's get started. So the first one, which social media accounts do you need in your business? The first one is, um, oh, by the way, as we go through these guys, they're in the order of the most active monthly users. So we're going to list them from the most active, most used, down to the least used, Uh so you just know the the power of these. So the first one, of course, is Facebook. And, Andrew, what is
1: Facebook? (laughs) Uh, What is Facebook? If you you need me to answer that question, then you're probably on the wrong podcast. (laughs) However... Facebook is a, um, is a platform that is still growing, uh, albeit slowly now in the U S and Australia, I believe, but it is starting to grow even further in Asia and Europe. Um, but there is, uh, there is some changes going on on Facebook and it's definitely a pay or a pay to play sort of scenario for business pages these days, or it's a hell of a lot of work to do it organically, which means you're not paying with money, but you're paying with time. Um, but basically, you'll need to set your business up with a Facebook page. You'll need that to, in order to run ads. You can't run an ad to a profile. You need an ad uh, run via your uh, Facebook page.
0: Yeah, and the other thing is too is it gives you all these amazing analytics through Facebook insights so you can actually see who your fans are, the demographics of them, which posts are working for you. So, all that's, you know, in the page. So, really, if you're in business, you need a page. As simple as that.
1: Yeah, it it really (laughs) Um, is. It really is. I was talking to someone just the other day and they're like, can't I just put all this through my profile? And the answer is, don't waste your time. Don't waste your time building friends and uh, friends and a following on a profile because the day will come when you want to spend some money on ads and you can't do it.
0: Yes, very, very good point. Now, I want to talk about some interesting stats because I think that when you you hear numbers, they it, this is the part that can kind of be quite amazing and intimidating as well. So, mm-hmm. Facebook now has be, become the largest country population-wise with one point five billion monthly active users. Oh my God, goodness! Wow. OMG, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's, uh, that's pretty crazy. So 1.5 billion active users. Do you know how many off the top of your head are mobile users? A lot. Mm. How's
0: that for an answer?
1: Well, <laughs> and, you know, I think it's nearly a billion. I think I read recently it's nearly a billion now monthly users are using, that, using yeah. Facebook on their mobile device.
0: I would, I would say most because yep. I, I just think about where I see people using it, including myself. Yep. I use it in the morning when I'm getting up and and I'm in my in bed and I'm checking on my phone. I kind of go through my emails and my apps, yep. and I use it at night on the couch, pretty much. Have you? My, can I again, ask you? App. I want
1: to ask you a question. Have you, yeah. have you? Have you increased or decreased your Facebook usage in the last year?
0: I've stayed the same. Hmm. Actually, what about you?
1: Uh definitely decreased.
0: Yeah. i did, i i
1: really have purpose purposely uh purpose i have purpose moments for it you know minutes for it i go in and i'm doing something i'm looking for something um if i can't sleep and i'm like just wanted to just do brainless stuff i'll flick through a news feed <laughs> um but honestly i don't spend too much time in there as far as personal stuff goes anymore
0: yeah, look, I've always sort of spent about thirty minutes a day on all my social media for a while now, and yeah. I, I'm one of those people that, like you, I, I just I won't go down wormholes unless mm-hmm. I'm just totally bored or I'm sitting out on my hammock and I'm like, oh, let's just go down a wormhole.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like I, I looked at Facebook today. I answered a question on uh, on on Messenger, and then that's it. I I didn't have time to look at the other stuff. I just simply did not want to waste my time doing that. Not that I, you know, it's good for reasons, but I. But like most people, I don't want to get stuck down a, a rabbit hole. Well,
0: it brings a good point because um, I know some of you guys know this, and some of you listening are actually members. Shout out, members! Yay! We have Digital Traffic Institute, which is our online training program, and we have a private Facebook group, and we're all like we're always in there. So, I think for me, my usage of Facebook would be always going in there checking and supporting our members and then just on my business page you know business pages and having a quick check and looking at if anybody's talking to me and, and engaging with them but as far as like other stuff and just mindless Un- unstrategically linked stuff. That's what I'm now not doing.
1: Yeah, I, I I did mean to say I am going into DTI Group every day to check that. No, general. I know you are. I know yeah, you are. That's yeah. just with a given between <laughs> you and I. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's a given. Um, do you know also? So in Facebook, they're mostly um, there. There's a. Tr- it's interesting what's happening. So there's a trend now with. The younger generation was kind of going away from it, and now they're going back to it. But they're using it in different ways. So they're obviously using Facebook Messenger, which is a different app, but they're still actually using it to communicate. And there's a bit of a trend for people in their 20s to use it again, but also upward growth. People fifties plus. So those uh-huh. are the two of the biggest growing markets: twenties and then fifty plus. At this point,
1: I think apps. I think apps are a big growth um, segment for everyone. Um, mm. LinkedIn has got seven or eight official apps, and we'll talk about that possibly later. But yeah. um, you know they've they've got the Messenger app, which is the which is the uh, standalone app, which they made everyone use. So you can't use uh, Messenger on the normal app, you have to go through the messenger app now. So everybody has to use that. So, uh, you know, apps are a big part, a big play in this game these days.
0: That's the mobile usage. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, there's more women than men on Facebook Mm -hmm. and what is really cool about it from a business perspective is it's really, really, really easy to run ads and get fast results. So what that means is that it's really good for getting leads. Um, so, you know, sending people to landing pages and getting leads into your own database, but also staying in touch with prospects. And what I mean by that is because Facebook's easy to run ads, it also has an area in there called retargeting, which means you can set ads to basically show up for people that are in your funnel based on kind of where they're at in your funnel or based on if they've hit certain pages on your website, blog posts, um, sales pages, things like that. So, you're not only able to run ads to get leads, but you're able to continually follow up with your prospects with ads where they are, you know, in the customer journey with you. So, which is cool. A lot of people will go, oh, yeah, I didn't get any sales off Facebook and then they stop using it. And the reason probably why is because you're trying to sell stuff to cold traffic, whereas your best use of time would be to get, leads in and then use the ads to sell to follow up with warm leads.
1: So if these people out there who are trying to sell or create ads, Facebook ads, because they've heard that's what you got to do, and they're running yeah. them directly to something that they're selling, it's not going to be as effective as no. uh, getting people to sign up for something free and then following them later.
0: Yep. Conversations, yeah. right. more conversational. Unless you're in e-commerce and you're like a well-known e-commerce brand and you put little specials up, maybe yeah. selling individual right. items. But, but yeah, yeah. so um, then let, me, let me
1: ask you one more question then on, yeah. on this because I'm, I'm sure we'll go into we'll do an entire podcast about this Each but one, um, yeah. but um, with ads let me ask you this do you think that because they're and they just introduced more um, options this week for retail targeting you know mm-hmm. demographics and that sort of stuff do you think it's getting harder and harder for average Joe to make a decision on what he needs to run an ad to because there are so many choices and options when you run an ad?
0: Yes and no. I think there's always noise in everything that we do. I think if you're just the average Joe getting started and, um, you know, I think the first best bet would be to focus on leads and you really only need two things for that. You have to have a web page. And you can get a landing page using like lead pages or Insta pages or Entre pages or there's a lot of platforms out there. Um, and then use the option that's basically um, clicks to website. If And I'm saying that because, yes, there's one that says conversions as well, but that starts to get kind of confusing for the average Joe. So yeah. if you're just getting started, clicks to website because that's what you're doing. You're sending people to a website or a web page.
1: So um, just a little side trumpet here, <laughs> um, We part of our Digital Traffic Institute um, program is that we actually go through people's ads for you. Now, if, you if you are somebody who's writing, running an ad and you're thinking, well, this ad's not working, I'm not sure why it's not working, I'm not getting conversions. Uh, come along, come and, come and jump on Digital Traffic Institute. We do this every two weeks. We do live calls. We bring up people's ads. So if you've got an issue with an ad, we'll look at it in front of everybody. We'll show everyone around what you're doing and then we'll offer you some suggestions on how you can improve that ad um, because a lot of the time you can go and do a search on how to do ads or how to find out how to do ads. But what's wrong with your ad? What's wrong with your specific web page or your landing page? So we'll go through that sort of stuff. So if that interests you and you're thinking, "Wow, I really want help with this," Digital Traffic Institute is probably a good place for you. Just that I just totally. to chuck that in
0: there. <laughs> well said, because this stuff can be confusing to navigate. Yeah. Um, want to move on to the next one? Yeah, let's go to the next one. Before I say that though, I think the question is this: In business, do you need Facebook? Well. What do you think if it's the uh,
1: largest country in the world?
0: <laughs> I'd say huge yes for that.
1: Most of the time. <laughs> it also depends on your target market too, right? If your target market isn't on Facebook and you need to do some research on this, then maybe that's not the best best use of your time, but most of the people we're finding is that there is part of a lot of their target market is on Facebook somewhere.
0: Yeah, and the reason why is you do those easy demographics and get yep. leads, and Correct. it's pretty groovy. Yep.
1: Um,
0: YouTube, this is the second largest social media platform that's out there right now as far as monthly active users. Um, what would you call YouTube, Andrew? Uh,
1: I would. How call would you say, what is it used for? Um, video, video, video. Um, i video, pretty much. But the cool thing is you can have – it is a community. You can have interaction between people uh, commenting on your videos and that sort of stuff. You can get subscribers. You can uh, even send out emails, get people to send out – or get emails sent out to people when you upload new videos and that sort of stuff. Um, it is a popular – we're hearing a lot, and I'm not sure what stats you've got to throw around in a minute, but we are hearing a lot of talk that Facebook has overtaken – um, YouTube as the number one video place, but really, realistically, the fact is that Facebook accounting auto auto starts or auto stream. Uh, what do you call it? Um, auto roll. When you, when you scroll through a Facebook feed and the video auto starts, they're counting that as a view, whereas YouTube only counts views after a certain amount of seconds, and that, and you've got to click on the start button for it to. To to play, so Facebook are claiming that they have more views than YouTube right now. So I'm I'm a little bit dubious about that point, but nevertheless, YouTube is still massive. Uh,
0: Yes, and if you think about that point, which is a good point, if they count that as a view, and I'm scrolling through my time feed, and all those videos are autoplaying, I actually don't watch most of them. Right. Which so it's counting stats. Um, it's 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 like basically inflated it's it's view uh-huh. stats hugely because of that reason, yes, um but no, that's a good question because I did research that, and um YouTube by far is still getting way more video views than mm-hmm. Facebook mm-hmm. um and you know what else it is? It's the second largest search engine past Google, so it's basically where people are going beyond Google to type words in like how to people love to go there and learn stuff like there was a little girl that learned how to become a pro, um, I always forget the, the name of this, this show's my age, there's a new dance, um, it's like a, it's not b-box or whatever, anyway, it's a new sort of dance that's um, a break, like a break dancing sort of style, dub, dub dance or dub, dub something? Dubstep. Anyway, dubstep, thank you, God, it was going to come sooner or later, <laughs> so she's t- self-taught dubstep by going to YouTube. And learning from just random videos on there how to become a dubstepper. Um, my partner's two boys that are 13 and 15, they're obsessed with skateboarding. They learned primarily how to skateboard by watching pro skateboarders' tutorial videos. My, teen, so,
1: my six-year-old nephew I saw yesterday, oh no. uh, he was in front of YouTube watching Michael Jackson and practicing his Michael Jackson moves. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, so it's, it's huge. And you know what else is interesting about this? This is what I loved is that it has – over 1 billion users, that's one third of the people online are Mm -hmm. actively using it every month. Yep. Crazy. All
1: right. What else we got? Because I'm looking at the time thinking, wow, this time is flying again. I
0: know. Again. So, a couple more stats on that I want you to be aware of, guys. So, it reaches more, YouTube that is, reaches more 18 to 49-year-olds than any cable network in the States.
1: Hmm. Big.
0: Just let that soak in for a moment. Mm. So what is it good for? It's really good for any business that has something to teach. If you're in the expert space, uh, it's great for demos. It's great for, um, you know, tutorials. It's it's a way for you to reach out and show off what you do through education first, and people will watch it there and then build a rapport with you and then come up, you know, come back into your website and, um, you know, hopefully opt into your email list and be uh-huh. on your email list from there. Uh-huh. So what do you think about people needing it in their business? What would you say, Andrew, for most businesses?
1: Oh, definitely. Video is where it's going. Everything is turning into video this year, um, whether it's recorded video or streaming video. You need a place to house, If you and we'll talk about streaming video um, soon, I'm guessing, but um, there you need a place to put your video. It's a great storage place. It doesn't cost any money to store it there, and uh, there are eyeballs. If you're looking and if you tag it and label your video correctly, um, people will find it. And the cool thing about YouTube is that you can embed the videos that you put on YouTube onto your own site. In fact, you can embed anyone's video from YouTube onto your own site too. So if that helps you with your content, then that's a great thing to do.
0: Love it. All right, anything else on YouTube or shall we move on? Let's
1: go, move on.
0: All right, the third biggest one, which probably was not on our radar. You were saying there were some that have changed. This is one that's changed, I bet. Instagram. Mm. <laughs>
1: Instagram, (laughs)
0: third biggest. Um, So, I guess, how would you describe Instagram? Because it's a bit different than the others.
1: Yeah, it's a uh, it's 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 uh, Twitter with pictures. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's a little different. It's uh, basically the ability to share a video, a short video, or an image um, with people that you that you follow or that follow you, and uh, it's now owned by Facebook. So you can now run ads Instagram. Instagram's opened up their ad platform uh, last year or earlier than that. And uh, now you can run ads to it. So I'm seeing a few ads on Instagram. I'm, I'm getting into Instagram a lot more. Mm-hmm. I'm using it and running it. Um, and I'm finding that uh, it's very responsive. Here's the biggest drawback. Well, I don't think it's a drawback. It's just an issue for uh, businesses is that you can post an image on Instagram, you can uh, use hashtags which are very Instagram ish um, so people can find you, so they can find relevant uh, themes on their Instagram um, search boxes, but you cannot put a URL in your image to direct people back to your. Website. So you need to rely on the URL that you have in your bio mm. to get people to go back to your website. So you basically, Instagram is all about building engagement, building um, that connection and community so that people get to know, like, and trust you. And if they want to know more about what you're doing, then your images and your bio will tell them where to go.
0: Yes, and the other interesting thing about it is it's all engaged like you use an app basically, so you can't use a desktop computer to put your photos in there it's all app based yeah you um, can like
1: you can like them, you can like photos, and you can search through photos on desktop, but you cannot upload photos you need to use an app and if anyone's using a um you know if anyone's controlling multiple instagram accounts so you might have a personal one and a business one the sucky things the sucky thing is you got to log in and log out yeah Um, but i have heard on rumor has it that they are bringing in the ability to uh switch accounts from the one app
0: that will be heaven when that happens. Tell me about um, that. So stats: four hundred million people active users monthly, sharing over eighty million photos a day. Huge. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly used by eighteen to twenty-nine year olds. Mostly urban in cities, and a lot of them are uni or college students,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which makes sense because it's definitely a younger generation. Um, and it's really good for obviously beauty brands, clothes, health products, e-commerce. It's You know, good Instagram um, profiles have lots of lifestyle shots. And I know like a few businesses in e-commerce that grew their entire business using Instagram with lifestyle shots Uh and, you know, every now and again, a plug of the product. So very good for that. What would you say as far as businesses go? Who who do you think
1: needs it? Uh, Anybody that's got a pretty business. (laughs) Pretty business meaning meaning that can showcase good imagery. You know, if you're an accountant – you may have to be a little bit creative in what you're showing to get people excited about what you're doing. Um, whereas if you're a hotel or a restaurant or a travel agent or travel guide, you can draw on so many cool things and pictures from your, from your workplace that you can use as imagery. Um, you know, whether you're a fitness trainer, you could use all sorts of things for you from your gym and the people that, that come to your gym. So, you know, there's all sorts of things you can use there, but if you're, Business is concentrating on something that's not as pretty or as exciting, then you need to get a little bit more um, creative in what you're posting on Instagram.
0: Very well said. So, um, Instagram, I mean, being it's the third largest out there, it reaches the younger demographic. If you're going for that, consider it. Um, mm. Next up, I know you like this one and I like this one as well Twitter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Twitter Twitter yeah um Twitter is rapidly changing and it's in the midst of more change going on right now uh, since its old CEO and founder has come back onto the into the program but um Twitter I'm really liking Twitter for influential reach so I'm finding influencers Uh, it's a great place for me to reach out and connect with people that I ordinarily wouldn't be able to get in contact with. Um, and this is, this is the beauty of social media is that you can reach these people who, you know, 10 years ago, if you wanted to say, hey, I want to reach out to, um, you know, the, the keynote speaker of a massive, uh, seminar, well, I'd either have to run down the front of the stage when he's finishing or try and battle some security guards to get to them. Or now you can just reach out to Twitter and say, Hey, i I like what you did or like what you what you're doing. Um and they'll reach back to you. And it is so it's bring it's brought the world so much closer.
0: Totally. I like it for that reason as well. Um now, it does have 320 million active monthly users, so uh-huh. still right up there in the, in the big boys. But this is the stat that I quite liked about it. So the people that use Twitter are mostly under 40, so they're a slightly younger demographic, and they're in cities. So they're uh-huh. of a more educated group with a higher disposable income so like you were saying it's great for influencer marketing um it's also great for market research because it's so incredibly fast and timely where you can get real-time information which is why so many businesses um that are growing use it as a customer service tool because it's a real time thing where you can basically say hey you know our software program just went down we're totally aware of it or for example um you know who's using it is in in australia is the um the uh, electrical companies, like Mm -hmm. the gas and electric. And I was sitting here in my neighborhood and all the power went out. So I went on Twitter and they were tweeting that they knew about the power outage and what was going on. Very cool.
1: I've I've used used that a number of times recently. ANZ Bank in Australia, I used it. um, And they got fixed up things straight away for me. Um, PayPal did the same for us when we had some issues Mm -hmm. last year. And they fixed up. We had a problem that was going for three months, I think. To, no, six, six or eight weeks, and they fixed it up within twenty-five minutes. Great. I don't know if you remember that. That was awesome. I do. Um, yeah. I even had an issue with LinkedIn two weeks ago, and I couldn't, could log into my LinkedIn account. So where do I go? Went to Twitter and found the LinkedIn account, the Twitter LinkedIn account for service, and they fixed me up within twenty minutes as well. So there's some really good ways to get in contact. But I use Twitter. It's my main news source too. By the way, I use that for if I want to find out what's going on in the world, I look at Twitter. Same. Yep.
0: Yeah. With the trending, and you can sort by what's going on in the States. Let's see what's trending in the States or California or Sydney City. in Australia. Yeah, or, totally.
1: Yep. Exactly. I,
0: I love it. So, you know, for Twitter for business, like we we're just saying, reaching out to influencers, market research, but also, um, you now have ads in there as well. So you can build use Twitter as a tool to build um, leads, you know, so yes. get people back into your business. Which yep. is Pretty cool. So moving on, we have two more to cover. And the next big boy on the list is
1: LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. LinkedIn. So great for B2B uh, professional networks. Great for connecting with people that don't want to show you photos of what they had for lunch, but more, <laughs> but more importantly about, you know, relevant business ideas and topics that they want to share with people that share the same interests.
0: And it's no longer just about a glamorous CV or resume, nor also about finding and, and you know, posting jobs. It's now a full-blown publishing platform where um, if you're doing blogging on there, it's a great idea so you don't have to do just status updates, but full-on blog post. So if you have, a, you know, 10 steps to do this on your website, you can pull out one of those steps, put it into LinkedIn as a post, and send people back, you know, w- to your website.
1: I would even say that LinkedIn now has more focus on its publishing platform than it yeah. does with its, uh, you know, connecting people segment. Yeah. That's just my feel uh, for it right now.
0: It's, it's the portal of experts, isn't it? It's uh-huh. like B2B, it's um, finding consultants, it's teaching and education without the inspirational woo-woo sort of images like yep. Facebook can Correct. tend to have. <laughs> yes. um, and it does have 100 million active monthly users. Many of of the people on there are university graduates and higher income earners, which makes sense, doesn't it? Because they're yep. professionals. Mm-hmm. So um, do you need it? Yeah, look, I, I think if you're in the consultant space, you're a coach, you're in the B2B space, and you're you're reaching out to um, get in with CEOs and expand your professional network, it's a
1: fantastic tool. Yeah, so what did you say, 100, 100 million active users per month?
0: Active, and I only listed active on my stats because I think that's the important stat to right. look at. Interesting, yeah. okay, yep, cool. Because we want people that are in there and reading your content, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and there's so many people that have profiles that have never come back. And I know that to be a fact, because you'll see people that had their last job update, you know, from 10 years ago or from, yeah. well, not that long. Yeah, you know definitely. I
1: mean. Yep. <laughs>
0: All right, the last one on the list is um, Pinterest, mm-hmm. and it has a very similar active monthly user base as LinkedIn, which is around a hundred million users as well mm-hmm. so the best way i um, I describe Pinterest when I tell people is it's basically like a wish board or a wish list or vision board. you basically go on and you build what you want your future to look like um, with pin boards. That's how I describe it, so it's like you're shopping for your future mm-hmm. or what you want to be yep.
1: <laughs> What would you say? Yeah, Pinterest is a great place to do some search for ideas. You know, if you're looking for ideas, and it doesn't matter really what you're looking for, but Pinterest, you'll you'll be surprised at what sort of ideas can be thrown up at you with the search feature on Pinterest. Mm So um, once again, a bit like the Instagram, if you've got a very picturesque sort of business, then Pinterest could be a good place for you to put your imagery up there um, and the cool thing about it is that you can, um, what I like about it, you can actually put your links there back to your website or your web pages so people can go back there or people can share your pins and put, it on, put them on their own boards or share them on other boards and that still contains your link. So if you've put your image on another board that's very populated or very highly used and somebody wants to click on that and find out where that, where that image came from, you get the accreditation and going, coming back to your website
0: which is amazing because... Mostly Pinterest is women. There's definitely more and more men using it, but it's mostly women, younger demographic, with the highest disposable income of any of the other social uh, media platforms. So it's where women go, like we said, to paint the perfect future of, you know, say they're getting married, they would have different bridal boards for their reception, for their dress, for their flowers. So they're keeping track of what they want and then with a buying mindset, basically. I think
1: think the the biggest... um, refer of social traffic still is pinterest by the way from uh it is you're right there is more more referral traffic from pinterest than any other of the uh, social platforms
0: yeah that's backed into the mindset people are in there to better themselves and they're they they're happy to spend some cash (laughs) so Yeah, yeah look it's it's great for retail beauty health the expert space um, there's, I think what I should say is Andrew. Which businesses would you say would it would not work for? Uh, for Pinterest. Yeah. Uh,
1: um. Let's see. It's a good question. I've seen all types of businesses on there. Me too. Um. I've seen everything on there. I'd need to look at how that actually is working just because they're on there doesn't mean It's working. So I'd have to check it out. But I would say it's like anything. Test it and see if your market is on there and they're using it, then stick with it. If it's not, then then don't, don't waste your time.
0: I think I would say just by how I know it to work is that I think if you're in a service based business, you would struggle more than if you were selling something, whether that's an info product or a package online, even if you have services, if it were like sort of packaged into a, a, a certain package product, but more higher-end consultants where you have to go apply and then it's a custom package and all that. That's just my own insight, but I, I don't know how easy it would be to
1: translate that into Pinterest. Mm. Yeah, no, it, so. one of those things you want to test.
0: For sure. Now, as we start to wrap up, there's one more that's definitely on the rise and it's very hot right now, and that is called Snapchat. <laughs>
1: Snapchat, yes, it's no longer
0: a sexting platform for youth where they're sending their naughty images back and forth. It's definitely being used more. You can
1: can still do that.
0: Yes, you can. Um,
1: But you're right. I think it's almost gone mainstream now, and we're seeing a lot more businesses using it um, for different things. I'm actually jumping on it a little bit more than I ever have just to just to get the understanding of it and see how it works. Um, And you know, it, it takes a little bit of use getting used to. But uh, I'm, yeah. I'm playing on it a little bit more. How about you?
0: Yep, I am too. I'm following a few people. I guess the thing now is like if you create a profile on Snapchat, you can have people just follow you. Yeah. And so you can actually put an image or um, – and they're really quick too. They're like that short Instagram. Was it 10 seconds or 15 seconds yeah, from a video?
1: Super quick, yep.
0: Yeah. So you put that up there, and then anybody that's following you on Snapchat can go back into their app, and then they can actually click on your profile and see anything that you've uploaded since the last time they logged in. Uh-huh. So it's like a, it's more of a general broadcasting platform as well as in, you know, in between
1: individuals as well. Yeah, I know. I know a lot of younger kids are on it, and um, I'm trying to connect with those people that I know, <laughs> like like my nieces who are on it, and yeah. uh, and just seeing how they use it too, because it's fascinating to see how they like to use it. As well oh I got
0: a I got a lesson from a 15 year old mm-hmm. boy on how to <laughs> draw on it and use the different the tools available to me for sure yeah. Yeah, go to the youth when it comes to these new that's things it. coming up that's it. <laughs> All right, well, that's it for the the social accounts. I think that anybody in business should be looking at and considering just because of the sheer mass and size of people and numbers using them um, and you can no matter what business you're in, we've covered something here or at least a couple that you could get started or, or use better
1: We haven't even touched on the uh the live streaming stuff yet either, so uh that's another one for another day
0: <laughs> exactly. All oh, right. I think that's a wrap almost. That's a wrap.
1: Yes, I think it is. All right, peeps. Great to uh, have a chat about social media. Next, uh, I think we'll go and dig into a little bit more social next time too to really give some people um, some deeper insights.
0: Yeah, we'll start diving a little deeper into each of these different uh, platforms we talked about so um, you know exactly what to, what to do, what tools are out there, how to automate, all that
1: gr- good, good stuff. It'll grow your business. Yes. All right. Good to, uh, good to talk to you and we'll see you on the next one.
0: Chat soon, guys. Keep getting stuck with what steps to take online in your business? Follow our online marketing from A to Z learning track and get simple, bite-sized steps so you don't get overwhelmed. Sign up now at digitaltrafficinstitute.com forward slash special.
1: All passengers and cabin crew should now be seated with their seatbelt securely fastened. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the first officer speaking. On
0: behalf of your captains, Andrew McCauley and Heather Porter, we would like to thank you for taking the journey with us to autopilot your business. You are now closer to putting your own business on autopilot using the Internet. Of course, if you would like to rack up some frequent flyer points, visit our website, www.autopilotyourbusiness.com, or check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash autopilotyourbusiness. These frequent flyer points are totally
1: useless, but the information is gold. Until we play again, happy travels.